before we get started with today's episode, I do have a couple footnotes that I need to clarify. So at the time of this recording, it was a live episode. What that means is we had an active audience in the background talking, chatting with other people, vendors, cosplay, contests, skills, stuff like that. So that was meant to give the audience now kind of an immersion that we are there with us on 2019. So it's a little offsetting. I apologize to turn the volume down. We're still coming with content in the next 28 to 30 minutes that we talk about. We kind of jump in there. So the second thing, another thing I need to clarify is as I talked to my friend Troy, who was a special guest on the podcast, we kind of talked about at the time how Spider-Man was fucked out of MCU or Marvel Cinematic Universe as of today, as of recording. September 28, 2019. He is back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's confirmed for at least one more movie in 2021. Kevin Feige will be taking charge of that and overseeing it. This is all information obtained from Forbes.com. Check that out or just Google it if you're interested about this. So, Spider-Man, Marvel. Last but not least, I want to say thanks to, special thanks to Troy, Trent, uh, Kyle and Alan. Troy and Trent are former co-workers and good friends of mine. They both kind of nudged me to continue my passion for podcasting. So thank you. Troy, thank you for being a special guest on the show. Loved having you on there. You really pulled through like the hero you are. You're an awesome dude. You got me my cable. And I didn't set it up correctly at the time, so thank you again. Can't thank you enough. Trent, you're an awesome dude. You kind of nudged me along and kept me going with this. Kyle and Alan, thank you for kind of putting it out there that you've got a podcast of your own. You guys kind of indirectly nudged me too, so this kind of got me out of my own comfort zone and really want to try to be a vendor. And last but never the least, Stillwater Public Library, the librarians, Lisa, everyone that I've talked to and interacted with, thank you so much for your generosity and kindness. I really appreciate being a vendor and just being able to attend Lexicon 2019, I think it's fantastic that Stillwater has a great community of uh, comic book enthusiasts, cosplayers, pop culture fans, just, you know, great people. It's just fun to talk to, and just, I think it's a great sense of community, so thank you again for putting this on for everyone. I'm sure I don't speak for everyone, but I'm extremely grateful that we have events like this, and expect me to be there next year when... Lexicon 2020. I love the chance to be another vendor again. Uh, we'll just kind of talk about that in the future. Okay. So here's today's episode. Uh, it's late on the editing. I apologize. I'm kind of busy, but here you go. Enjoy and relax. And let me know what you think when we get to the outro. Goodbye. Hello. This is your host of the podcast of Steaming Robots. That's also the podcast. We have not been here in a while, but we're still alive. Don't worry. We're still here. We're at Lexicon 2019 today. There's a lot of people there. A lot of costumes. A lot of characters I don't recognize. I don't know if I should be afraid or impressed. But we'll go with that. In addition to this podcast, I'm recording this live. The first for me. And pretty cool. Yeah. Met a lot of good friends here. Met some cool new people. Um, if you are in the Stillwater, Oklahoma area, and you want to stop by from 
10 to 5 today. So we, they shut down, stop by the booth, enter a raffle, grab some cool stuff, and we have a very special guest today. My good friend Troy is going to chime in a little bit. I'm going to ask him what his most anticipated uh, music is. Oh, that's cool. That's a uh, Skyrim guy. Jordan, oh, nice. right? Uh, cool. Okay. In addition to that, we're uh, gonna have some drawings up to give away for a local Nerf club that I run called Sabs. Stillwater Area Blaster Society. Already given away warnings. There's a lot of cool people there. Look forward to kind of living around here. Not living here, but just hanging out here. Yeah. Interesting. Going back. Thank you. And we'll cut back to him really quick and see what his most anticipated movie is. Oh, it's all you, My most anticipated movie. Or next. I'm, I'm going to go basic here and I'm going to say the new Star Wars movie, of course. You know, I'm, I'm not a big movie person, honestly. Okay, I understand. Not, I respect um, that. You know, I, I want to see the new witch. Yeah. I want to see the new witch. Yeah. Just because I've heard I a lot. Great. I've heard a lot of people say it was good. Yeah. A lot of people say it was bad. But honestly, it's either going to be scary or it's going to be comedic scary. And I'm happy with either one. Yeah. Good cast, too. Yeah. James McAvoy, oh, yeah. Jessica Chastain, uh, Bill Hader. Yeah. Of course. Very good. Of course. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm guilty. I didn't watch the new updated one, but I did watch the 1980 mini. Uh, Okay, so the one, uh, I forgot who it was, I forgot who the yeah. actors were, uh, I didn't pay attention when I was younger, right. but I do know that the old It movie kept me up at night. Oh yeah, the clown. The clown, I mean, yeah, the clown was just scary, you know, and then you see him come out of the drains, and the shower starts going after you, and as a kid you're just like, nope, that's that's game over, man. That is, no. that's game over. Thankfully <laughs> we're older, so we know that... It's not still, still don't, don't trust the showers, man. Still don't trust, still, the, still don't trust the showers. Okay, okay. They're, okay. they're gonna get me one day. I respect that. Yeah, as long as they don't start talking to me, I'm good though. Okay, sounds yeah. good. Okay. Well, and we all thanks. we all definitely don't float down here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I understand. So. <laughs> if you're a loser and you want to hunt some clowns, hit me and Troy up, and we'll get things going. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just know. kidding. That's not really an advertisement. No, I'm definitely, I'm definitely okay. not down for that. I am not gonna go after any clowns. Okay. I'm gonna go in the other direction. You oh, bring God. me along. Speaking of clowns, oh, the little girl that's dressed yeah, up as uh, Pennywise. Pennywise. Yeah. No, that's yeah. a trick. Yeah. A trick. Yeah. It's really Pennywise. So some pretty good costumes. So out of the ones that you've seen today, what's one of your favorites, Troy? You know, I'm, I'm just I'm a huge fan kind of a lot of the, uh, the Star Wars ones. That Scout Trooper right there oh, actually yeah. is really solid, but I really enjoyed a lot of the Mandalorian ones that I've been seeing. Yeah. Uh, to my knowledge, most of them are handmade. Like, yeah. Home yeah. Grown, like they just didn't buy them or anything. So that's absolutely uh, something I always tell myself. Hey, we know this guy. Do, but I'm never going to do. Yeah. So, hey, Brad, you. you work for one of my clients, Christian University. Yeah. You guys order a lot of stuff from us. Yeah. Sorry, on a side note, the podcast. <laughs> I'm just sitting uh, here and chilling out on the podcast. Yeah, we're <laughs> just hanging out. Um, got a nerf club. I would love to see you there eventually, maybe someday. Have a raffle. This thing's really cool, but the game is kind of eh. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. We're talking about Fallout 76. It's just really relaxed. I mean, nothing serious, just a bunch of mini games just hanging out. 
It's really my own excuse to see everybody again. <laughs> Alex, Brett just gave us the cold finger. Oh, he did. He did. <laughs> Do a play-by-play -play recap. So, Brett came by, and then he looked at us. We talked, and then now he ran off. Gave us the cold finger. <laughs> but, yeah, no, money or movie-wise, I'm not, I'm not a big movie person. That's overall, okay. So, but, again. How about TV shows, video games, or... So, TV shows, uh, I think I'm, I'm about to go next weekend. I'm excited about streaming service coming up because of the new oh. Mandalorian and the new yeah. movie oh, series that they're going to have. Um, uh, but gaming, cool nerd here. I'm excited about Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Shield. Yeah. I finally have a Switch now. I joined everyone else, so oh, I'm not way behind. Oh, yeah, I'm super excited yeah, just about like, that game. Super yeah. excited about getting to finally play it on an actual console that has some power behind it. Oh, yeah. Things of that. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm super pumped about that. Yeah, yeah, I've done some game reviews in the past, but I want to say that one of the strongest aspects of the Switch is their indie. Like, yes, absolutely. absolutely. They have all these a... indie titles popping up. I really wish that more platforms would be more accepting. I mean, they're okay. Like, they try, but there's only so much they can Xbox, do. Yeah. I think Nintendo is like the hate. I agree 100. And like couple it with its compatibility, like portability and things yeah. like that, it's just like really, it really plus, shines. Plus, it's just like really easy to pick up and play. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you don't need to sign in, make an account. I mean, I love my Xbox to death, but I wish it was more yeah. like really actually. I just like, got to hand off a control to you. I mean, I just got a new Xbox One X and just on my Switch. Oh, always just they're ready to play. So. Then we got. Trent stopping by. Yeah. And, uh, Little brother. <laughs> Still find that hard to believe when I first met you guys. Yeah, well, you know, and now like, here we go. I think here's the best me. cosplay we've seen so far. That's honestly, amazing. it's pretty spot on. Hey. I don't know. Did you get that weapon check, man? That looks pretty authentic right there. I feel like it's <laughs> pretty okay. lethal. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. I was a little scared right there. Did you go slay Ganondorf? <laughs> I was, yeah, I know. Uh, hey, you see this right here? I can't afford any more red marks, okay? I can't. I, I gotta walk around town. People know me from this podcast that hasn't even gone out yet. The first one that I yeah. I'm gonna be famous already. Yeah. So yeah. Well, thank you for your support. <laughs> <All right>. Yeah. <laughs> On a side note, I think Trent might have won. Did he? Okay. Well yeah, folks, sorry. I may be back, I may not be back, okay. but it was a pleasure talking to you all. Okay. Alright, Charlie. Okay. Yeah. Set audios to Troy and we are down the one. But it's okay. We enjoyed this time. Oh, we can have uh, still recording. Got a lot of cool stuff here. A lot of vendors, a lot of interesting stuff. Carrying R2D2 in the bay. Got based up by the Jedi OKC organization. Like, pretty legit guys. Fortunate enough to try this here as a vendor. See what this whole thing is about. Talk to some cool people. Stuff being organizations, not the other So, everything's going pretty well. What's up? You back? Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> for a little bit? Yep, just for a bit. So, have you looked around elsewhere, like all the other stuff? I have, I have. There's a lot of really good artists and things like that. Do you see anything interesting? Um, I know there's the usual stuff, like the little trinkets, but... Yeah, mostly just, you know, the nifty crafts that people make around here and stuff like that. I really like Red Dirt oh. 3. Yeah, that's kind of cool, that yeah. you can man. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, let's kind of layer our conversation a little bit. What do you think of... Sony taking back Spider. You know, <laughs> I'm uh, really upset by it um, in the sense that they couldn't come to an agreement because Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. To me, I don't know why people say he's not good. He's one of the best Spider-Man. He encompasses the personality so for, for what the character is. It, it's a younger take, you know what I mean, than what we've seen in the movies before. And so, that being said, uh, blame Disney for it personally. Yeah. Darn it, Disney. They wanted, they wanted the bigger cut. 
you know what I mean? Um, but uh, so he's done good things in Spider-Man before. I mean, yeah, sure, some of the other movies, the live-action movies were the best, but do we not remember Into the Spider-Verse that just came out? That one's pretty good. That was one of the most solid pretty animated good. Spider-Man movies that I've seen, and if they yeah. can take that like creative passion that they had in that movie yeah. and translate it into another into a live-action movie, that will actually get gold. You know yes. what I mean? Yeah. Because I, I before I didn't, I wasn't a big fan of animated comic movies overall, things like that. And uh, DC had dominated it for oh, a yeah. while. I don't know what it is, but they do so good. They do. Sorry. Well, they just get so dark about it. You know, yeah. they get. Well, they, they they just they don't cut it oh. and uh, they don't they don't water it down. Jokes and things like that. They get realistic. They just they hit really well. Uh, Hopefully, they can hit that passion. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll come into a deal eventually. I mean, it's a big, it's a big cash cow loss for, for Disney as well. I, that's all I really cared about on the uh, on the actual uh, cinematic universe now. Now with you know the big changes that happened, which I'll avoid. Part of their plans going forward, or even was. I mean, he was like, supposed to take the role of the new Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, spoiler, like, watch Endgame if you haven't. Yeah, apologies, <laughs> but uh, he's supposed to he's supposed to pick up a lot of roles, and he had he had a lot of a lot of design yeah. up. And the bombshell they leave at the end of his most yeah. recent movie. Yeah, yeah you know, definitely that one. I'll avoid that spoiler. So, I mean, it is sad that they took him away, but the ending of that movie is like perfect. It is absolutely because like they okay spoiler if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, he got his identity exposed, and everyone knows he's Peter Parker. Um, so, I mean, if they wanted to go this route, they could say he went underground. Yeah. They could say he could leave the country and be Spider-Man somewhere else. Or yeah. But that just kind of reminds me of, uh, I don't know if you've oh, yeah. you, you seen that, you know, and, and, and you, have you seen through seasons and stuff like that? I'll have to get a refresher if you wouldn't mind. Okay, so Agent Hawk, you know him, right? Yeah. So we ended up leaving the thing due to disagreements with a lot of the cast members. And they just wrote him out of it. Super, super really milly, no goodbye, anything. It felt very unpersonal. And so. Yeah. You just uh, go ahead and fill out a name, phone number, email, and Spider Man. Uh, three, two, one, and go. So, Spider-Man was a big part of Marvel going forward because, like you mentioned before, he is the facto leader of the Avengers. I know people may disagree with me, but he was trained to be Tony Stark. So he, he, he was, he was. And, like, he was really growing into that role, and you could feel the growth in his character. When he resigned, that he had to do what he had to do with a lot of stuff, which, I mean, you saw, you saw like, with Iron Man, too, yeah. and stuff like that, and all of the other Avengers, and with all of these, these big shots taking a step back, you know, Avoiding spoilers, but a lot of the big shots that that came up in it and things like that. There's like a whole vacuum left, and he was one of those people that were gonna step up and fill that void. Yeah. I was looking forward to it because we cut the you know the stuff with the whole origin stories. Like we know that unfortunately Uncle Ben doesn't make it. Yeah. It's like Bruce Wayne's parents and Batman. We know how that happened. You know, he gets bitten by a radioactive spider and gets his powers you know, turned out. You know, Superman. So is Marvel did a good job. I was like Spider-Man. Here you go. Enjoy. Yeah. You don't need to. You don't need to go our background story. About them. Know. Yeah. So it's, it's all. I just I feel like they got too greedy with it. And and and, and bringing it back to the point of of writing. Um, when you write yeah. a character out without yeah. them being on screen, it feels so unpersonal. Oh yeah. It feels so secondhand. It feels so. You know what I mean? It's like imagine imagine uh, imagine in Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. If they wrote out. Uh, uh, if they just decided they were going to write out Luke Skywalker instead of him appearing on screen and going through all the things they had in the story. Or Han Solo, if yeah. they just wrote him out instead of him being on there. Oh, Han Solo died. Yeah, it wasn't fortunate. You know, so. it, it, it's, it's such an integral part of the story. 
that just drive him out like that, and that's Robin dying off screen from Batman. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, no, you can't, you can't just do that. Okay. It's, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, as an audience, like, you and I are kind of comic book savvy, so we know our stuff. Like, yes. know the general background sorts of characters, but, like, to the general audience, they don't know what's going on. Yeah, like, and it's Spider-Man, so, like you said, or, like, we need to be informed about this. It just feels so unsatisfactory whenever they have that. They, they built these characters up, and, and they have these stories built, and then the story just ends like that. And it was written. It wasn't done. It wasn't, it wasn't shown. It just happened off screen, and we all get the satisfaction of seeing that story come yeah. to conclusion. Yeah. And, and that's Disney's biggest mistake in life. It doesn't feel like the story was written. It won't feel like the story was completed. It'll feel like they just kind of had to stop it. Yeah, and there's so much more story left for Spider-Man. And yeah, he's still young. I mean, he's only in high school. In Endgame, there was a five-year jump, but they're still stuck in high school because of the snap. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's people that were, you know, five years younger than him and all that. Like, yeah. So it's, it's, it's got such a huge, just, there's so much room for that story. So much room. And they let the greed get away with it. They were already making a lot of money off of their Marvel stuff. Oh, yeah. And even if they weren't making profit, Spider-Man movie, they were still going to make profit off of everything else that shows them. You know what I mean? And he was popular. He was so popular. And that's their biggest yeah. cash cow. Oh, honestly. yeah. The Avengers yeah. is probably their biggest cash cow. At least when it comes to movies. Yeah, so fun fact. I did some digging around one day on... Uh, back in the 90s when Marvel was not profit, they swiped up Spider-Man, which is cool because they didn't really care about the Avengers or Captain America or Iron They just thought they were just old dudes that had like different stuff, but they relate to Spider-Man because he's a teenager, he's still kind of learning how to be an adult, and when he's slowly like on Superman, he can do it, so there you go. Uh, give me a second to look it up, <laughs> yeah. but I remember uh, Spider-Man, he actually wasn't even supposed to be a really popular idea, and it got, kept oh. getting pushed back and pushed back, yeah. and okay. his first comic was actually supposed to be a last issue of a certain comic. What? Um, I didn't know that. It's the uh, the Amazing Fantasy uh, oh, comic books. Um, the last one, Spider-Man made his debut, and he was supposed to be unpopular, and it, it kept getting pushed and pushed, and finally they're like, all right, whatever, I'm in on it. And it was the last one, so they did it, and he actually ended up being immensely popular, and yeah. he got swept up the whole thing. No, and I just I can't believe that nobody, when you think about it, I'm a base principle, dude, Spider powers, cool, you know, yeah. whatever. But then you look at all the other superheroes, you got Iron Man, a guy that wears an iron suit. Yeah. Yeah. His powers come from technology. The whole, I'm super mad and I turn green. You know what I mean? Like, they're all pretty basic and, and boring when you break them down like that. And that's what they did with them. And then, go and behold, honestly, he's probably one of the, if not the most popular character right now in Marvel, Marvel story. Yeah. Because the movie around it, they weren't looking at the big picture here. The popularity of their character is growing even more than what it was. Iron Man became an icon in Civil War. Yeah. Time. Captain America and Spider-Man yeah. was hitting all the, point. all the big. Uh, like yeah. They reinvented Thor. He's kind of fun and goofy now. And I don't know about you, but I love Fat Thor. Oh, he was great. Man, he's great. He's the Thor. Yes, yes. The whole, <laughs> I it. We're here to stop Thanos. Yeah. Oh, we don't we don't say that name here. Yeah, he we gets don't. emotional <laughs> about it. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. And so but they just had so much potential. Uh, it was a big surprise because honestly, I tried to stay with. Spoilers, but no, I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's so I didn't know what to expect. Thor, I, I thought he was gonna be like this bad A character, gonna be like ripped and ready to rock, like just chop down his heads off. Spoiler, he kind of does. Just a moment, ready to go. All right, so as we were saying, uh, Tom Holland's good. 
you seen his acrobatic videos? Like, I have. I saw his audition video yeah. that he had. Yeah, just doing flips off the porch, running flips, side flips. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I want to say on, like, on Nerdist Podcast or another one I was listening to in the past, but surprisingly, he's, like, really good friends with uh, John, the guy who played the Punisher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like really good buddies. Surprisingly. He got uh, he got him his audition tape for Spider Man. Oh, wow. Like he helped him audition. I don't know. Not so like when they were working on a movie in London, just went They were working on a movie in I don't know it was London and they were just like talking about different parts and uh, John was like, Hey, you should go ahead and try it. It's like I think you'd be great for it because at that time uh, Disney was still like trying to figure out how to Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kinda of they found the perfect kid for it, honestly, yeah. and he's, he's really he's, talented yeah. if he can't help spoil yeah. things often, but still. Oh, yeah. Good. He's yeah. notorious, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's why we secretly love him, though. We're openly love him, because he's like us, like I mentioned earlier. He's like if Troy got bit by a spider and started doing all the dealer with him, tell everybody. Or I, me, you know? I like to think that I'd conceal it, but okay. also I wouldn't be very good at concealing it. So, because I'm I'm lazy, I'll admit it. Okay. So I'd be like, dude, I could walk across the road, or, get, or I could just. Okay. So I'll make a note if you are Spider Man, I'm going to ask you point blank. I'll probably be too lazy to lie to you. Okay. Dude, it's a lot of work to keep a secret. You just got to keep Overall, I think he's a good addition to the MCU was. I hope Sony and Marvel can play nice eventually. Right now, it's just too big. Mom and dad are fighting, and, uh, you know, Tom Holland has to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate, but hey, what can we do? But uh, yeah, on uh, side note, Sony, are you excited about the next generation of Nonsense? Oh yeah, I know they're talking about. Uh, okay, so we got Scarlet, PS5. I think Nintendo's good. Now. I think they'll stick with the Switch for a minute. There's a lot. I mean, you all heard our praise on it. Second, I guess. Uh, I think Scarlet will be good, but again, we all want to be really honest. It's gonna boil down to software. Absolutely, absolutely. Right? You can have. Really sweet PS5 or Xbox Pro, but if you have nothing to play on it, because I'll even admit I love my Xbox, but when it first launched, it didn't have any games. It was only like two or three years later. What Rise? Uh, Rise? What was it? Fall of Rome. Rise. Yeah. Fall of Rome. Like why even think of that Rise and then hit Fall of Rome? It's very controversial. Yeah. I mean, Dad, Dead Rising. You remember, uh, remember how they tried to work the Connect integration into that? How that blocked hard for oh, yeah, I, I was one of those people that sounded like an idiot going, who's rode off to the connect trying to get it? Yeah, my brother's still, oh, no, no, they won't. They'll keep going, and they'll see me like, remember whenever TJ was going, who's rode off in the connect? And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, well, at least I was trying to get this work. It's unfortunate that Microsoft kind of gave up on the whole connecting. Like, I get that, yeah, you should put it with the console because really no one... Think of the potential, say, like playing Skyrim, saying Boost Road Off. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I could scream Boost Road Off, my guy, and then people would actually watch them go flying off, yeah. that'd be satisfying. But I, I think mean, that's why they pulled the plug on them, yeah. because they knew it was just not happening at all. It's like all of that. Nah, they'll probably try again on the next gen, though, because yeah. technology is just hardcore. Yeah. Or even just from the start of the console launch, yeah. it's technology. They just need to get so. a good, dedicated studio to kind of play around with a bunch of different ideas. And then figure out which ones kind of click and make them more into just mini. Because VR, like, I played it. I played, like, the Oculus. I played the Vine. They're good. But just, again, like, you can't wear it for a long time. It'll hurt your eyes. Yeah. too, like, a lot of them are, like, kind of short bursts. Like, like Beatsaber and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Things that just kind of, they're fun. They're party games. But they're not, like, substantial. Not, like, a giant, like, RPG. 
Yeah. And they have some games that are converted over, you know, you got Skyrim VR oh, okay. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But there's no original titles for VR like you see in some of the other big things. I'm excited to see. I mean, to be fair, I'm excited to see the quality of Sword Art Online. Minus the getting stuck in the game part, but I'm, I'm ready to see that quality of the yeah. art. But that'll be some time. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, the good thing is technology is getting better. We're getting there's still smart people out there that are still figuring stuff out. And maybe someone one day will figure out a game that'll be like awesome for the VR. But until then, it's okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a we'll get there though. We'll get there. Yeah. I mean, dare I say that it'll eventually get to the Ready Player One future. <laughs> yeah. Be on treadmills and have haptic suits. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm 100 percent down. That person, I'd, I'd have total fun doing it. Well, we're all we're kind of starting on that path because uh, a while back, this is actually historical, but Microsoft and Sony, like, in, in case anyone doesn't know, they're like cats and dogs. They normally fight with each other or, yep. or against each other. They struck a deal where they're like partnering together. Microsoft is providing their servers. Sony's like, okay, we'll make our games, but this is like the first step in cross platform plan. Yeah. Like, I think they're talking about doing like Borderlands 3 in the That'll be a later down the road. So, that makes me think that they have the capability of doing it. It's just really up to them. There's so much potential for them to yeah. do that. Like, I know so many people that own a console yeah. that they don't want to own just because yeah. their friends play on it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's I why understand. I picked up a PlayStation 4. It's, it's money, too. Like, it boils down to like money, and not everyone can afford to have that money. So, if I have my Xbox and you have your PS4, you're happy with it. Yeah, exactly. Unless it's stopping us from you know what I mean? together. Yeah, yeah. It can become a good So that way there's no bickering between two players. Like, you know, if we want to hop on Borderlands 3 together or do Halo or, I mean, okay, maybe not that. But just, you know, like a new Call of Duty. That would be cool. That would be cool to see exclusives being yeah. shared. Because yeah. I'd love to play me some, some God of War on Xbox. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be cool. just... Wishful thinking. I mean, let's hope that maybe five, ten years from now that it'll be more open and we'll kind of share with us. But we're kind of getting there. I mean, I feel like all of them are teaming up against Google right now because Stadia is trying to leave its mark with the whole subscription based thing, which I wish would not be alive anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of tired. Like, oh, you're probably going to kick out of this, but I read somewhere the other day that. Uh, you, you remember about the Star Wars Battlefront fiasco, right? Of course. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, that set a world record for most downvoted comment on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. And it was like thousands, like tens of thousands. Yeah. So, a little backstory on that in case uh, our listeners are curious. Oh, uh, <laughs> like this guy and a guy in a wolf costume. Anyway, so. The Battlefront thing. So what happened is Battlefront 2 came out. EA published it. Yeah. So they came out and did that. But the thing is, they instead of being able to unlock all the characters natively, you have to put in a bunch of time for you. Like ridiculous want to do that? Time. Yeah. <laughs> like me, I don't. I didn't have much going on at the time, so I had no problem investing the amount of time into it. But just the amount of time that was put into uh, grinding for characters and stuff on there was ridiculous. You know, but. In their defense, I mean, they did they did patch it up quite a bit. And they did okay. fix a whole lot of the game. So they're the trying to make and such. And so, <laughs> it's it's one of those things that the game company learning from it. But at the same time, EA has such a terrible track record about doing things like that. 
Anyways, I think it's uh, about time for me to head out, okay. man. All so, right. uh, well, it's good to have Troy on the podcast. Thank you for hanging out, Troy. Not a problem, dude. It's good to be on as well. Always good seeing you. Hopefully, I'll see you guys later at a event with Sab or just somewhere. Yeah, go ahead. Here, hold on. Where are you going? i got to give you a fist set. I made these here. Troy, you get them. Let me hear you. Yeah. Hang on, we're going to pause for a second. Okay, thank you for pausing. We are back. We are back. Troy has sadly left us. No, he's not gone, John. He just left right now. Uh, Comic Con or Lexicon 2019 is going great. Everyone's having a lot of fun. A lot of vendors, a lot of people trickling in. Seen a lot of good friends here. Been good to catch up with everyone. Got everyone out. About the Sabs, some people about that. We got a giveaway. We're about to confirm. We just got one more left for the end of the day. I just want to thank everyone for um, just listening to my podcast and Troy, who was here, who was a great co-host. He chimed in about the important issues like Spider-Man and Star Wars, trying to keep this podcast going, and most importantly, the audience. Thank you for listening. It's been great. So enjoy the rest of your Saturday or your weekend as this is being recorded, and until next time. Enjoy your day. This is the host of Dead Scheming Robot, the Scheming Robot Podcast, signing off. Adios. Sayonara. I'm Peter saying goodbye for now, and see ya. And that is a wrap for this episode of That Scheming Robot, or Scheming Robot, as we are known now. I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in, my friends and family for supporting me this far. Special shout out to Troy and Trent for inspiring me to start the podcast and keep going and always tuning in and just all my listeners, as I mentioned before, thank you so much. Another big shout out to Kyle McCluskey, actually, and his friend Alan for inspiring me to get a vendor table this year and try out my hand at talking about my podcast and doing the podcast. So you guys are a big inspiration. I mean, I know I don't get to hang out with you or talk to you, but thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are awesome. But I've not done it without you. I just need a little bit of a nudge to kind of get out of my comfort zone and try to be a radio personality or internet radio personality. So thanks again. Thank you, Stillwater Public Library, staff, librarians, everyone that helped out. I greatly appreciate you giving me the opportunity to become a vendor this year. I'd love to try again and give them a chance. You've been helpful and supportive. Thank you for giving me water and snacks as I was kind of glued to my table. So I just want to say thank you again. I'm grateful for everyone's help. Everyone's help and 